going to get started. Um, this is a, a review, actually, of the conference call. I mean, not the conference call, but the jamboree. I've asked everybody. I hope everybody got the email and can follow those instructions that I gave. But one of the things that we're going to try to do this year, is basically, is try to use this as some kind of a platform so that we can all stay on, make sure we stay on the same page. I thought rather than trying to get information from everybody, the best thing for us to do was probably just have a call where we could get all the information in and have it uh, everybody review actually what was going on, some things that we that we need to work on. Um, so a couple of things I want to talk about before we do that is some of the things that we, that we need to do, a little, little bit of housekeeping. The first thing is accepting and, dis and declining games. I know you guys saw that uh, information I sent out on people who either accepted it or declined it, and obviously uh, it didn't get through. I think what is happening is there have been some problems with uh, the – Cell phone. Everybody trying to accept games on cell phone and don't go. It don't go all the way through. And what happened on my end? I it shows notified. And when it does shows notified, it simply says that either I'm thinking that they seen the game, but they have not made a decision about the game. So that's a problem. I'm gonna call Arbiter Sports to see what's going on with that. Are they having any other issues to see if we can get that resolved? But for the most part, uh, when you accept the game on the phone, at some point go to a computer and make sure. You have that game, or when you check the schedule, make sure it's on there, so therefore it won't come back to you. I'm going to disable that for the first week of the season. Uh, this time I didn't disable it, but I'm going to disable it for the first week of the season, which means that people have a little bit more time, and once we get to rolling, then it, we, you have, they'll have three days in order to accept or decline games. I'm going to make sure we, um, we take care of that. Varsity won't start until next week. It, there won't be anything this week but middle school games. So basically what I'm going to do is I'm going to probably have the schedule posted. Uh, originally, I was just going to do it for two weeks. But now, since we're going to delay, be, uh, being delayed one week, I'm going to post it through uh, Thanksgiving. So we'll have three posts this year. We'll have one for the first part of the season through Thanksgiving. Then we'll have Thanksgiving through December. Then we'll have January through the end of the season is what the, the post would be. And, you know, people will have the opportunity to, uh, you know, uh, accept the decline games to each one of those times. I, I do that because most of your division play games won't start until the uh, after January, and then we'll have a chance to evaluate officials who can who can you know call those games. A lot of times it's a lot easier. I don't want to do the whole schedule because I we end up having people in games that really can't handle them because of uh, whatever situation uh, whatever situation is. But then also the fees. I'm gonna delete all the fees in Arbiter Sport because it's causing confusion. Uh, I've said that don't look at the fees that are there in over the sports. I got to get them to go in and just take and cascade and put zero in for all those. And then the fees will just be listed on Dragonfly. So when you get your game assigned to Dragonfly, uh, the fees should be there. If they're not before the game or a day before the game, or when you see there's no fees in there, uh, just text me so I can definitely make sure we make that correction and get them in there. The fees are $75 for a three-man crew. If you do a two-man cruise, but we don't hardly do. But one of the things they did, though, they got the fees to a point where schools really don't have a choice because now for two-man, it's $100 uh, per game, whereas three-man is 75 So they don't really save no more than $25 uh, when they go from two, uh, go from three to two. So we encourage everybody to pretty much use uh, three-man as opposed to using two. Middle school for three-man crew is $30 a game. For a two-man crew, it's 40 and I'll be sending that information out regularly uh, to make sure we, we make our people get that. 
also I need a list. Everybody that evaluated, I need a list of your at your facilities where uh, the people who showed up because we still have you know twenty five or so people who are on our roster who and made a meeting. Didn't make the jamboree. I'm not. I'm saying they didn't make the jamboree. They may have, but they have not paid their their fee. Uh, the seventy two to seventy five people that we have registered right now. Hey, we can be. We can do that. We can make it with seventy five. But I just want to make sure I don't leave any matter out. Uh, so if you the list of people who showed up at your thing, uh, just send it to me. You don't have to, you know, mention them specifically when you talk about your group tonight. But let's make sure that we get those in so we can definitely have that. Now, we're going to use this platform here uh, as an example of uh, how we can stay consistent, how we can have the same interpretation. And I, I think using this, going this route may be better in the long run if this thing works out. I'm, I'm, getting some, I'm having some problems right now, but I may, if it doesn't work out, then we'll, we'll drop back and punt. So that's kind of what we're going to do. And the coaches uh, will be involved, and I will have from time to time maybe a list of people from the association on on the conference call, but we won't have it where we have 75 or 80 people on because you can't really hear. Some people don't know how to mute the phone out, so we have some issues with that. We're going to try to streamline it as best we can, and it's going to be really part of, of the Hey Riff podcast, and I'm, I'm going to be doing some other uh, shows as well, uh, but we definitely going to make it specific to our association right now, and then eventually we're going to try to make it statewide that involves coaches, and players, I mean, not players, but coaches, uh, and administrators, and, and ADs, and officials, and all those. So that's a part of a, a vision that I have, and hopefully it'll all work out. Now, with all that being said, uh, tonight we want to just give an overview of what happened at your facility. You don't have to get specific, but to be a little bit more than general of some things that you saw, some things that we can work on as, a, as, a, as an organization. Because we want everybody to be consistent with what they, with what we are doing. I'm a big advocate of having a strong voice. I'm a big advocate of mechanics. And if we can get those things, then we're halfway there. But other than that, we're gonna go on and start out with uh, with Jerry and Kathy. If one of y'all if one of y'all are on, hopefully you guys have gotten together and put together something that we can benefit from. So uh, is Jerry or Kathy on? If you if one of y'all on, and if y'all decide who gonna do the talking, then unmute your phone and just. Give me an overview of what happened uh, at your facility. That y'all were at uh, Independence on the very first shift. Y'all had quite a few people there. So tell me what 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 went on with y'all and anything we we didn't worry of. And remember now, the officials. Uh, I'll be sending a link to this meeting to them, and they will hear everything we're saying. So let's make sure we don't get to a point where uh, we're downgrading somebody not appropriate. Kathy, are you or Jerry here? I'm here. Okay, go ahead. Okay, all right. We had about. Morning, she was about 23 people to show up. Uh, a couple of those were people that you know got there earlier for the afternoon shift. But I will say that I was impressed with the, with, with the effort put forward by a lot of the new people. Uh, the ones that me and Jerry observed, they did missing and they tried to implement the instructions that we gave. Uh, and, and they showed sure a desire to learn. Um, they definitely need more help, they need our help. Uh, but we do have some, some, some new people, some young people that we can build on. Um, some of those veterans, uh, I think they need to make a decision whether or not they really want a referee. Uh, because when we got people uh, telling me that they've been refereeing 9, 10, 12 years or more, uh, but you got to repeatedly tell them, stop the clock, call the obvious, use your loud voice, you're too high at 
trail. Uh, when you report, slow down, call it color, number, what happened, file, push, travel, what have you. When you got people can refer in that long, and you constantly got to tell them those little small things like that, I feel like they need to make a decision whether or not they really want to, to, to referee. Some of these same people we've been coaching in uh, camps, telling them the same thing. And here it is at this late in the game, they're still doing the same thing. Do you really want a referee? Are you putting it, willing to put forth something to improve? Uh, some of the veterans, we need to uh, kind of have another conversation with them. Um, are you just showing up for the money? Are you willing to invest and become a better referee? Uh, so overall, um, we had good participation. We had a good turnout um, for training for everybody. And that's my take on what yeah. I observed from the uh, morning session. How, how much uh, and how much emphasis should we put on class? Uh, uh, 100%. Okay, so that means so it would be a bad idea to have uh, a session and dealing with classroom and dealing with the rule book and talking about mechanics and application of rules, uh, that kind of stuff. Okay. For everybody, for everybody. Okay. Did you have any? And these, and these veterans, and these veterans need to know too. They're gonna have to invest in getting better. They're gonna have to invest in and in, in getting in the rule book, uh, doing the obvious, the little simple things. And some of them just okay, okay, but do the same thing. And that's what they've been doing for years. Okay, so it, and at some point, um, we can get specific with individual people uh, if we need to. But right now, we're just talking in general. Any other comment? Uh, does Jerry have anything? Did y'all talk? Is, is Jerry on the same page, pretty much? Uh, yeah, we, we, we talk. He's pretty much on the same page, yeah. Okay. All right, let's go with uh, Felicia and Angeline. One of y'all on? Okay, so Felicia and Angeline. Neither one of those are here right now. How about Ruben and Greg then? Okay. We here. Go ahead. Greg? Uh, Fred, here's what, here's what we observed yesterday is we need, mechanic-wise, we need to know where we're supposed to be, especially like free throws. Uh, we have a lot of people uh, out of position on free throws. Uh, the reporting official will go to the clock, report, and then go to the vision line. We need to be at the 28-foot line so we can referee uh, after the shot. Uh, and then we had a lot of young officials uh, in in our session, so um, that's just some work we'll have to do. Also, we have to work, work on press coverage. Uh, I've noticed that a lot of times on press coverage, where a seat should be at um, the free throw line, extended free throw line, uh, we were standing at half court. Um, they did, uh, like Kathy said, they did try to work on it and improve. Um, stopping the clock. Um, we had, had some issues with stopping the clock. And also refereeing dead ball. We had an incident in one of the games. Uh, referees had to step in, um, but it was dead ball officiated. That's what we really need to work on as well. Um, technical file. Had a referee give a technical file. Uh, my take on technical file once the official that calls the technical file, he needs to release and go to the division line where he can be the one that administer the throw in and he's away from everybody else. Um, 
just little things like that. Uh, I think that we can work on mechanically knowing where we're supposed to be when we're supposed to be there. I think one good procedure to have in place when you have a technical file, because the first thing people are going to want to know, what was the tech for? And I think a lot of times that official would right. kind of hang around. So what happens is one of the off officials, when there's a technical file, need to go to him immediately, dig out what the technical right. file is for, and then usher him to the right. other side. And if somebody needs to explain what the technical file was for, then you do it in the third-party scenario, exactly. which would work better because sometimes even – with us as individuals, they may get under our skin and you may end up giving two technicals before you know it. And if you, we don't need to do that. We don't need to be in a situation to give the second technical. So make sure we all understand that. I mean, we're going to enforce the rules. We're going to do what we need to do. But at the same time, we don't need to get upset with the situation because sometimes they may say something that really get under our skin and we don't need to be in that kind of situation. And then, Okay, good deal. Uh, Ruben, you got any comment you want to add to that? Well, you know, one of the things that since we do, since we are doing what we're doing, we get a lot. We have a lot of time to to discuss, to add in, because we don't just start the season and end it. We're doing something weekly. I'll be doing, you know, podcasts throughout the course of the week, doing some other things, and a lot of things we'll get a chance to talk about. So it's not going to be we're just going to, you know, uh, just start the season and air man for himself. We're going to continue to improve uh, and move forward each week, and hopefully these things. You know, sometimes you have to go over and over and over on different issues for folks to get them. But we're just not going to accept it, and we're going to make sure that people understand. We want you to stop the clock. We want you to do the things that are in the rule book. You know, you've got your own individuality that you're going to be able to do, but at the same time, you know, you've got to do what's in the rule book. Great job on that, Ruben. Thank you. 
Now let's move. Let's go on to. Go ahead. Okay, great. Okay. I agree with you one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, she yeah, she did. She really did. Okay, let's most, most of the new people that we had, they were willing to listen. It's them old heads that don't want to <laughs> you know. But maybe come on with it. The old heads don't want to listen to old heads, right? But you know the thing about it. Well, I ain't just talking about old old. <laughs> I'm talking about been in here, you know. Okay, been in the association <laughs> for a while. Okay, what about uh, Anthony and uh, Ingus? This Ingus. Ingus, are you on? Yeah. Go ahead, Ingus, and I can follow up after you if needed. Oh, okay. Um, majority of our people, my, my time stop, uh, slot was 11.45 to 3.30. But majority of our people came on the morning shift up to 8 o'clock. So... They said they had permission from you, Fred, to adjust their schedule. So, cause um, I don't, I really get into why they did what they did, but like I said, majority of our people wasn't there, and morning people was there. But I, uh, which was Angelina and Alicia, I did sit in and watch uh, that group. So, what from my observation. They need to. Uh, they need to know how and when to uh, manage a game with the coaches, the players. They need to know when to level up. Always be above the game. So when, when something happens, that's, that's part of preventing. You already know it's about to happen. So a lot of them don't know when to level up. And meaning to blow the whistle, to stop all the reaching, you know, the unnecessary stuff. Because the other time they just run, run. There is no play set up. So as officials, we need to know how to control the game. We can stop some of this, uh, I guess, free ball
Okay, well, one of the things. One of the things that, uh, okay, as we move into the season, we don't. I don't want anybody to listen to any coach that say Fred said, because if there's a ter- an interpretation of something that's gonna happen different than what normally happens that night, I'm a hundred percent call the referee. A hundred percent get in contact with the referee to say, hey, tonight the state has allowed this or that. But what they say Fred said, no. Uh-uh, Fred, because I'm, I'm telling you now, I'm not going to tell coaches anything that the officials don't know, so let's make sure we, 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 we know that going in. And the, the, the deal with the uniforms and that kind of stuff, we're going to have interpretations out. Everybody going to know exactly what it is, not only just us, the coaches as well. And, and I think the thing that they're going to do this year is, you know, if you use a gray at home, then it's going to be an administrative technical uh, and then you can use them, and then it's reported. I think that's what the policy is going to be, and we're going to be consistent with that. Uh, you know, because we go there, our goal is to play the game. We do what we can to play the game, and then we let administrators and and other people handle uh, this situation. But th- for no means, don't go there and cancel the game because of a uniform call. Get on the phone. And we got resources. There's so many people available now to make a decision. Don't make a decision on yourself. That somebody else can, can make. I, I'm, I'm a big advocate of that. There's so many people that want to be bosses. I'm going to let them make decisions and be bosses. Okay, Tony, go ahead. Uh, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm going to agree with uh, Angel. Overall, I got there uh, about an hour or so early just watching some, some veterans at the new table. I was really impressed with a lot of it because, A, it's the first time we actually been on the court seeing some live ball action. You got different teams, different abilities. You got a referee, just their particular abilities, uh, you know, on the game, man, the game. So I was really impressed with that. Uh, some do need to work on position. I don't know if they know where the uh, trail, your goal is the 28 foot mark, not hovering at the half court line. Uh, you know, slot, you need to be free throw line extended. Uh, Lead, you know, three feet, uh, you know, down on, on the baseline. So it's little minute things that we can work on. But and that's myself and everybody on the call, everybody in the association. Nobody is the best referee in the world. We all get things we can work on. But I do believe, Fred, that as observers or older uh, veteran officials, in that we have to maybe spoon feed the ones we talking to. Like, like Kate said, some of the veterans, I mean, you might just have to stone feed them just a little bit because uh, a lot of us do not accept or do not like constructive criticism. They may think it's a downgrade to hear it from a peer, but it's constructive 
criticism to get you better. Now, I I actually did a quarter with uh, two guys, and this game was hectic. It was hectic. It was very, very intense and competitive. But every time it was a dead ball situation, we came together and talked about it. I'm like telling the guys, just calm down. You know, lower your breathing. You know, just calm down. The game going to take care of itself. Just call the obvious foul. But I think as a association, so maybe we should have had some more classroom settings before the scrimmages got in place so that way we knew what to do before it actually happened. Now the season is upon us. We can correct it, but it might be not too late to correct it, but someone might not improve on the corrections that need to be made for the game itself. So, but, but overall, hey, I was I was impressed with what, what I saw out there, for sure. Okay, good deal. All right, let's move on. How about Angeline and Felicia? Y'all have to show up. Michael Newton and Jesse Edwards. Okay, this is uh, Edwards. Yeah, I, think I would agree as it applies to the individuals we observed with all of that that I've heard. Um, some of the things we observed and talked to officials about, young and veterans, is we observed that nobody stopped the clock. You know, they, they, the signal stopped the clock. You know, they, they just go into whatever they had. Nobody stopped the clock for a foul, stopped the clock for a jump ball, stopped the clock for anything. And uh, that's one of the things we observe. We need to really emphasize uh, stopping the clock with our, with our people. And then also, uh, we observed that a couple did not know, actually did not know the signal for a three-point. Uh, attempt when a person takes a three-point shot, and what we observed on maybe three or four occasions, you know, you can observe a person do something one time, and you'll say, you know, she didn't, I uh, shouldn't say she, the person didn't, <laughs> the person didn't uh, give a three-point signal, and then you see it twice, then you see it three times, then you see it four times, so when you have opportunity, you know, you correct the person and, and, and ask them what, to, what is the signal. And I found that that person actually did not know the signal. And that person was not a new person, okay? So we didn't stop the clock for a close to God account. Uh, we observed that there were several situations where maybe it should have been a close to God call and the person started counting maybe at the time he should have made the call. And that has happened to me, probably happened to some of you, you all too on occasion. But uh, still, that's something we need to become aware of. Now, Captain mentioned slow down. I put in my note, everybody's in a hurry. <laughs> Which is the same thing. Nobody slows down. Or everybody seems to be in a hurry. They're not taking the time when they're reporting. Not taking the time when they call timeout. Or anything of that nature. And, uh, I want to say this in closing, let me say, uh, I, I think when you are assigned people as observers, they need to know that they're observers, and I think we all do. But here's the real caveat. People that are not observers and they're out there working don't need to be critiquing other people. This is called chaos and confusion with other people, and it's intimidating to new people to be on the floor with somebody 
that's giving more direction than they observe or they evaluate and give me. So I think if you make that clear, if I'm if I'm assigned to a site to work, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm not gonna try to evaluate that person because that's not my role. And um, and not too much information just causes uh, confusion. And Ruben said people are not studying. I think that more classroom time will will, will help. It cannot hurt. It will help. Uh, Mike, you want to say a word too? Uh, yeah. Uh, we also observed, uh, especially to not just the new people, they didn't know their primary coverage area. Uh, I actually had to go and ask people who were children, you know, ask them where their coverage area is. And we had a whole bunch of double whistles, which we shouldn't have had. And I tried to explain to them when they were doing that, that means you ball watch. on this classroom deal so I think we need to do uh, more planning with that and then probably do uh, we always have a struggle with it with the end of our event so I'm, I'm gonna try to create something be more uh, strategic as to how we schedule I did end up changing it at the last minute when I let them work every other game and, and then what happened is you know when you have that jamboree man there's so many other things going on and then people got so many different things and we got to look at one of the things I can see from the whole group is commitment you know, we got people who know uh, Jadamboree is on the 28th. It's in the sites. It's last Saturday of every October. It's been like that for 100 years, and people still schedule things. And that, those are some of the things that we really got to work on as an association with commitment. And I'm doing the best I can to make sure people understand that if you got to schedule something else, uh, a volleyball match or if it's not a state tournament or a basketball game uh, with somewhere else and you don't uh, commit, to do what we need to do to get better, then you may need to work there the whole season and not even get get involved with us. That's just a side note. How about you, Mark or Larry Don? Any one of you guys here? Okay, I think we probably had enough information about uh, the, the the evaluators. Uh, Warren, are you on? Uh, me and Angelina, um, we we I thought you sent me uh, email and said we wasn't gonna be on the call. That's what I thought. Yeah, I thought you sent me an email. 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 Yeah, I thought you sent me an email.
No, that's it. that was the whole purpose of the email. I said you went, you read the second email. You went to read the first one. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, okay, y'all are here now. Okay, go ahead. You and uh, Felicia and Angeline. Y'all go ahead. If you're not familiar, they're familiar with their primary coverage area. Um, a lot of them, uh, some of the newer people, well, I take that back. Uh, one of the uh, younger guys, he was really, really good. He had a strong whistle. Um, he was uh, able to uh, take over the game um, and pretty much uh, he was just, um, he did pretty much, he was really good, pretty good. I'll say that. Um, the, the main thing is, um, which has already been said, that some of, uh, a lot of people have other commitments. Um, they had to leave. I had like five or six people saying that they they uh, spoke to a friend and they were leaving early. Blah blah blah. So, uh, like um, Jesse and a couple of other ones said, that's the main thing that's getting folks to commit to the Jamboree and, you know, and um, doing what they need to do. But so really, they can, really they can really commit to themselves uh, as as it relates to their tier in the schedule part. I think when we move forward, all those things need to be uh, factors in it. You know, those of us who really, really put the emphasis in it and work in it, you know, we can probably do a little bit more than what we've been doing as it relates to the number of games we've been getting. So, I, you know, if our numbers stay where they are, uh, then we're going to show people that we really don't need a whole lot of riffraff that really don't want to get involved and do what it, – it's a commitment. It ain't like you just show up at the referee basketball game. You know, the teams work hard, the coaches coach hard, and we need to be working hard as well. We don't just go out there because we sign up. You know, some guy, one of the officials, and hopefully he listened to this, one of the officials texted me this morning. And said, so I hope I get more games this year than I did last year because last year I didn't get many. Well, he hadn't even signed up with Dragonfly, hadn't paid his fee. So what do you think? You see, it's little stuff like that. If you think you ought to get more, then you got to do more. You got to be more assertive. And, you know, so I, I, I didn't even answer him back. I just hopefully he listened to his call and then maybe he'll, he'll understand what I'm talking about. Okay, uh, Felicia, did you have anything? Yeah. I know some most of the time I don't even know if these people 
people in the game. And I, I can text, I can talk, and they never respond. And I won't even know until I get to the game. As far as, like, having a uniform, we get out there on 15 minutes, uh, being on the same page. And if everybody would be on the same page about uniforms, and when we get out there 15 minutes, hey, I think we'll be, we'll be on point. That, that, those are those are those are great points right there at the end, and those are things that we're going to talk about throughout the whole course of the season. All right, let's move on. Uh, I think we probably wrapped up the evaluation part. Uh, if, if Warren and Pat's on, you guys kind of wrap us up because y'all was there most of the time, and you know, kind of worked as a overseer of everything else. Uh, start with you, Warren. If you're on, what what do you got to say? Oh, I just like to say thanks to all the observers that was at Horn Lake on yesterday. Everything went well. Uh, Coach Pot uh, had a great camp. He made sure everything stayed on time, and we got out there a little bit before six thirty yesterday. And the officials, like uh, everyone was saying, that, that they need to. We all need to work on our position, being in position, and being standing that rule book because things changes every day. So uh, if we can do that, I think we'll be a better association. And then we can get like a, some classroom time to uh, do some. Uh, Okay, great deal. Pat, you on? Thought I heard Pat come on earlier. Okay. Hey, Appreciate that. Thanks. to help in areas where they shouldn't be helping. 
Mike mentioned people calling from the trail down on the baseline. You call it from C on the opposite side of the court. That's a no-no. We, we need to learn it, and we got to learn it when there's a training period. And the classroom is definitely a yes-yes. And I think we need to break it down back in the study session. Fred, I think we need to break it down into short teams but everybody get the same lesson plan. So if we're going to teach it in the Soda County, we're teaching the same thing in Tate County, and we're teaching the same thing in Panola County and Marshall County. Y'all see what I'm saying? We get the same lesson plan. That means this week we're going to cover fundamentals, and fundamentals of basketball cover the whole game, if y'all want to believe it or not. If you can master the fundamentals of basketball, you can officiate a game without knowing any rules. The biggest concept I've seen that we're still doing, this is with veteran officials. The ball comes into play in the backcourt. Team A has the ball, B deflects the ball. The trail officials stop their backcourt count. Fundamentals say the ball always remains in control of the team has it last until another team gains control of it. Right? But we have to teach that that backcourt count still continues. If this does not cross into the front court within two seconds, there's a backcourt violation on the team that's in its backcourt. That's, that's one of the biggest concepts that's going to bite us in the butt before long because happening too often that where we forget that count and we stop it. Free throws administration and we can break these classes down, Fred, and we probably need to put a lesson plan together so when we give it to these areas so people don't have to drive so far, we get these study groups and we send this out and these people are going to be required to attend one of these study groups maybe at least three times a year. I think this should be covered before December, these study groups. We need to do fundamentals, dead balls, live balls, and off balls in the administration part of it. Okay, Angelina talked on something that a lot of people don't get and don't grasp yet. Always give a color first before you give a number. That helps the bookkeeper to know who you got to file on. If you got two twelves on the floor, they're trying to figure out what twelve you're talking about, right? Right. It's part of fundamental officiating. Okay? Get for color. Be vocal. So if I give the wrong color, if I say blue, and Felicia know I, it was on the white, that alert her to let me know, Pat, it's on white, it's on white. You see what we're saying? Those are the things that we need to, to work on. Everything is good. And everybody say we need to get in the book. So that means, y'all know what? We need to get in the book. And my take to the association is that we take funds and buy at least one or two cameras and we video the young and the old alike. And if there's anybody that we need to see that are complaining about not getting games or want to get more games. We need to video, and we owe it to the new officials, for sure, to video 
can see themselves. And I guarantee you, your top officials have at some point or another seen they self officiate a ball game. And if you haven't, I'm going to tell you some points that you're missing. But you haven't seen that you're missing. Every league, it gets better, they break down film and they watch it. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, I appreciate uh, everything everybody's done, and I and I guarantee you that the officials that see how committed you guys are, how much time y'all take in trying to make people better, uh, they would, they they definitely appreciate that. And then just case in point, before we end, uh, all y'all don't know this, but some of us do. There was one guy there that's been in the Northeast Association for five years, and somebody made the comment. That he was just like a person that was there for the first day. And he was one of my guys who came over from volleyball, actually living in New Albany. And he was so impressed with what y'all do and how y'all did it and how we put things together. That it was unbelievable. And that just kind of shows that even though we may think we're at this level, we're way ahead of what a lot of other people are doing. And I want to appreciate all you guys for all the work that y'all are doing. To making sure that it happens. We're going to get better. And, uh, and then, you know, I, I, I got some plans, some efforts in place, you know, to, to promote officiating throughout the whole state. And hopefully, I mean, it'll go nationally. But that's something that, you know, that I, I just really, really want to do. But I think it really is an important thing to me. And I just want it to be important to you and everybody else that's involved. And then, you know, I, I don't care whether we're the number one or number two or number ten in the state. As long as we're doing things right, we enjoy what we're doing, we're having fun. And we're taking care of the kids and we're doing the things that we need to do, then I think we're gonna be okay. Now, with all that being said, I know we may have a lot more comments, but we we right at fifty some minutes right now. So I wanna go on and end this and then we'll have our first uh what I'll be emailing and sending out links and sending out texts and all kinds of stuff about uh stuff and we can take some of these subjects that we're talking about and, and go over them online and, and make sure that people understand, especially with talking to some of the veterans and then, you know, we can all talk this stuff, but now we need to go out there and do this stuff. Because uh, a lot of times these people are looking at you and they figure if you do it, they can do it. And, and I know everybody on this line can call the biggest game in the state one time. But I don't need you calling the biggest game in the state one time. I need you going through the most mechanics every time you go out there because you never know who's watching you. Okay, thank you. With that being said, I appreciate everybody being on. And uh, we'll uh, look forward to next time. All right, thank you, guys.